Hello and welcome to another episode of How Are You Holding Up? A mental health podcast by the depressed for the depressed. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Chris. And we want to wish you a happy new year. We made it. 2020. 2020. Yay. We made it. Nobody died. We skipped last week due to uh, an unfortunate series of stomach flu events. Yes. Uh, which, Lindsay, how are you holding up? <laughs> I'm healthy. Thank you. That's good. I mean, I'll take that. Yeah, we wanted to do one last episode in 2019, but that did not happen. How are yeah. you holding up, Chris? Uh, I'm very tired. I've had a long week, a uh, long couple of weeks, actually. The holidays never really go well uh, with me or my mental state, which is super cool. Uh, but otherwise, you know, I, I enjoyed having the holidays and I enjoyed kind of getting back to work. And that was, you know, that's how I'm doing. But yeah, I had a, this was my first Christmas without my grandma. The mm. last few years I've been going up to Alaska and spending the Christmas holiday with her. And um, she passed last year. Mm. And I, I keep dreaming about her. I keep dreaming she's alive. So that's been an interesting experience. <laughs> yeah, no, I can absolutely imagine. Yeah. Um, did you guys do anything special to kind of pay homage to all those years or well no we we got together with some family members down here in cali that we usually don't and just read some of we read poetry on christmas eve and we read one of her favorite poems so you know we barely got through that (laughs) so yeah it's hard when you've lost someone as i'm sure some of you guys know yeah Um, no for sure but this episode, you guys, we wanted to talk about a couple things. One, yes. we wanted to talk about the direction for our show. As you guys know, it's just Chris and I doing this. We're not sponsored. Uh, mm-hmm. The We do have a Patreon, which is our sponsorship for now. And mm-hmm. then we wanted to also discuss uh, where Chris and I are. Because we, one of the first, no, the first episode, we talked about ourselves, who we were, and um, it's been over a year now, so we thought we would kind of check in first episode of 2020 and talk about who we are, where we are, um, and our mental health journey. Yay! Yay! So, <laughs> I'm, trying to, I'm trying to get comfortable in a chair that has arms, and I'm trying to sit cross-legged, and it's just really not going over well. Yeah, um, no, I can wholeheartedly relate to that. Um, so I thought we could start off with some small celebrations, uh, this wonderful listeners, um, we thought we'd talk about some of our stats with you guys, cause we're really proud of it. Uh, as you guys know, our podcast kind of sprung up from just wanting to help people and to discuss what we were going through because it's such a relief. I think yes. when you can hear other people are going through something similar, um, mm-hmm. So we thought we'd kind of celebrate that a little bit. So Chris, you have some stats you want to share? I do. So as of today, since that's when I more or less looked up the stats, uh, from the beginning of our podcast to the current day, we have had over 32.6 thousand downloads, 
of every episode. Not bad. Spaced out over 70 episodes. That is pretty good, I do want to say. Um, we are, I would say, the most uh, the most downloads that we get are from the United States. That would seem obvious. Uh, but then it's scattered across a lot of different countries. Uh, 85 in Brazil, 38 in South Africa, uh, 26 in... Saudi Arabia, we have 812 in Australia, 832 in Russia. The numbers just go on and on and on. And we are forever just amazed that there are so many people just all over the world tuning in because they they felt drawn to learning more about their own mental health. So if you're feeling kind of isolated or alone or you're having, um, you're going through depression right now, just know that there are tons of other people who are experiencing really similar stuff that you are yes um, we're not alone in this we have been ranked uh on apple podcasts as the in the top 100 at one point uh mental health podcasts in america which was five out of five stars thank you guys yes thank you all so much for your ratings your reviews we have maintained a five-star rating somehow <laughs> I really, okay, this is something Chris and I discussed, and I know we we touched on it, I think, last time, but um, we really thought we were going to get some nasty reviews or comments because, look, when you're being vulnerable and you're talking about mental health, it's such an easy target, and the yep. internet is cruel. Yep. But you guys have all been so wonderful. We haven't gotten any negativity. No, you guys are amazing. Um, aside from all of that, uh, you want to know what the... Uh, the most, the top 10 episodes, I can, I can, at the very least, it's funny, they haven't really changed a whole much, uh, the top 10, like the first five are all really early episodes, Yeah. but then you go into the, the lower parts of the top five, and they're fairly newer episodes, like, you guys really enjoyed the dysthemia episode that we did, uh, the episode on numbness, uh, our episode on chronic illness and depression was also quite popular. That was the one that we had new on and she was a wonderful guest. We were definitely going to have her back. So we're definitely going to try a few more things this year to kind of springboard us forward in terms of the content that we want to give to you guys. Yeah, I was recently talking to one of my best friends, and she was like, you know, I'm just really impressed that you guys keep coming up with new episode ideas, because you'd think that there was only so much you could talk about with depression and anxiety. Yes. <laughs> and it's true. What we don't want is we don't want to become um, too preachy uh, or uh, too much on the educational side coming from us, because again, we're not professionals, but we do want to have some flow of education going on for all of us because we're all growing and learning together. You guys are coming along with us on the ride. And so we yep. do want to have more interviews with people who know what they're talking about. Yes, absolutely. We have a couple that we are definitely going to be looking into in the coming weeks that uh, stay tuned for those. Uh, we do want to attempt some more experiments. We did a couple last year. Uh, we mm -hmm. did the uh, float tank deprivation yes. tank which was awesome. And, and I still want to go back again. I want to go back. <laughs> and we did the B12 shot, which I I loved the B12 shot. Yes. 
changed my life. B12. I remember I was going into a depression when I got the B12 shot and um, it took me right out. So that was kind of That's amazing great. for me at the time. That is super um, great. Yeah. So this year we want to do more of those. Um, and I know that for me, I get socially anxious, even uh, if it's not anything too stressful, like like a small thing, like, oh, we're just going to go and, you know, but it, going to a new place, finding parking, um, that can be stressful. So I feel like Chris and I going together, uh, first of all, helps my stress, but also maybe it can let you guys see what the experience could be like. And mm-hmm. so you'll know what you're going into should you want to try something. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so we do have something that we've been talking about <laughs> privately for a while, but we have, we're going to have merch. And yeah. I'm excited for the merch because I, I like the dark humor and I want to have something to hold on to that is like, oh, I made a podcast. Here is something that is from this podcast. You know, one of those like, oh, I went to hell and all I got was a stupid t-shirt. Like that yes. kind of thing. I have, <laughs> I have depression and all I got was this stupid t-shirt. Yeah, I want merch from my depression. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I have depression and all I got was this crippling self-sacrifice. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So um, just some silly stuff. And then we have our Patreon uh, we don't want to get too much into that, but it's just more, less about the money, more about the experiences that we can provide. Yes. So we want to do a discord. Um, yes. and if you're want new to be able this, to, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. no, we want to be able to have, uh, open communication also with you, the audience, uh, cause we feel that that could be beneficial for all of us, honestly. Yeah, I I go through a lot of loneliness and depression and feeling uh, disconnected when I'm in my depressions. And so you guys are just as helpful for us as, you know, podcasts hopefully is for you. I hope. Mm -hmm. Um, And getting to gamer. Yeah. yeah. And getting together and playing some games and really kind of, you know, shooting the shit, so to speak. It could be, you know... It's enough where when you don't want to go out, but you still want to be involved with other people, there you go. There's a way. <laughs> yeah. So hopefully we'll see more of you guys on our Patreon so we can all be gamers together and talk and chat and uh, get weird on the internet. Yes. But that's it, I think, for what we're planning on for this year. And of course, mm-hmm. to continue what we've you're sharing openly, what we're going through. Um. And now we are going into our mental health journey. Chris? Yes. Take us away. <laughs> so. Um, Who are you? <laughs> I am a mess. <laughs> but I am a mess who recognizes his messiness. I have... I, I it's funny, I, I kinda wish I had listened to our first episode to get a grasp of where I was then. Mm-hmm. But um I don't know. It's such a weird thing to think about, my progression, my journey, my how far I've come. Cause I I, I do a lot of looking back and seeing where I was uh in a more literal sense, in terms of I have, you know. Facebook does no shortness of reminding me 
of where I was five, six, seven, eight years ago. Because, you know, if you log on, here's where you were five years ago today. <laughs> look That's at great. how thin you were. <laughs> well, look at how thin you were. Look how happy you look. Isn't that something? Mm. <laughs> so I get that on a daily basis, and it just yeah. cripples me for a few minutes every day. <laughs> I could just sit there and go, oh, yeah. Yeah, those were good times. Those are dead now. But this year, you but got this th- yeah a therapist. This year, I've gotten a therapist. I've gotten a psychiatrist. I've spent, honestly, a lot of time with people outside of my own home, which was a blessing. Uh, yeah. I've been doing well in work. Um, I feel accomplishments there that I've also been given a degree of, you know, uh, gratitude for from the company, which is already kind of amazing in and of itself. It was something I went a decade without getting, basically, uh, in my previous employment. So now I look into 2020 and I think of where I was in 2015. And where I was in 2010. And somewhere in between there, I hit a breaking point in my own mental health. Where I wanted to be better. And I didn't want anything to get in my way. Yeah. And I did. I did just that. This year feels like that's going to happen again. I don't, I'm not there yet. And that is something that I'm still trying to figure out. Like, I I, I get so in my own head so much yeah. of the time, still. Even with, you know, I have the gratitude journal, I have the therapist, I have the psychiatrist, I have all of these things that I am doing constantly to try and assuage those dark thoughts, those deep emotional sinkholes that I will fall into at a moment's notice and I'm still uncertain as to what will drag me into the light if it's not myself how's your medication feeling because that's a newer thing the last few months it is it is a newer thing uh after we went back down to 150 milligrams uh, I feel nothing in particular, as far as I can tell. Okay. I don't feel anxious. That's good. With the lower dosage, which is, yeah, that is a positive. I don't feel any... I I don't think I feel low, because I'm more of a... Not necessarily a flat line like I was before. I yeah. absolutely knew when I was on Lexapro when I was in a flat line of emotion. But this doesn't feel like that. This feels more like a a calmness that is often interrupted by an extreme sense of agitation. <laughs> which is That's interesting. Isn't it? It's it's the weirdest feeling because I can feel calm as hell for a good, like, few days, and then yeah. something will happen, and my 
My zen is broken, and everything around me is grating. Oof. Like, I'm not certain if that's something from the Wellbutrin, or if that is just my, the result of everything else in my life, and how they interact. But that you is... You yeah. weren't sleeping super great in most of 2019, but then you took steps to get better sleep hygiene, we called it. <laughs> yes, I I did. I got the new bed, and now I, frankly, I, I don't think I've had too many days in the last few months where I haven't gotten at least eight hours of sleep. Wow. But I still feel exhausted waking up, and that is no good. That sucks. Yeah, it's definitely not the best, but it is, you know, it is what it is. So, as for this year, I like to think that I'm going to finally find that that spark that drives me to betterment. And I think that the fact that I would like to think that is already a step in the right direction. I would agree. How about your health? No, no, no. How about your health? Oh, my Uh, physical health? Yes. Uh, Garbage. Complete and total garbage. I have done very little to uh, successfully assuage where I've been going in a physical state. I have not taken steps to exercise. I have not taken steps to get outside more. I have done very little to actively improve my physical health. And I recognize it. Yeah. And it sucks. Do you want to work on it this year, do you think? I do, but that comes with the whole I need to want to make myself better thing. And that is not easy for me Yeah. in any way, shape, or form. And it doesn't help either that I'm, you know, I'm waiting for some sort of grand yeah, inspiration. Yeah, I was going to say, you're waiting for something that's going to like a lightning strike of like, oh, now I can do it. Rather than just like starting to create a new pattern of exercise. Yeah, it's funny. I've been I've been planning on it for so long. <laughs> I wonder if you're. I wonder if you're glorifying your past self's push to do it. Well, my past self, I also kind of feel was the biggest. The biggest problem that I have with my past self was that he did not do it by himself. Yeah. And that is something that I've been trying so goddamn hard to do this time. Because why? <laughs> Ultimately, I feel I need to do it by myself or else this will just be a pattern that repeats endlessly. Mm. I will sit there and I will get complacent or I will stop exercising or I will stop eating right because now I've done it and it's not that's not what it is. Feeling yeah. healthy is not just a one-time push and you're good it's a constant battle the self-esteem that comes with it is a constant battle it's exhausting yeah 
So just getting that that momentary drive, that that push, that getting out of bed and getting ready and going and exercising. Mm-hmm. Like hell, I got to the point where I was so desperate to to try and I want to make the exercise as little like responsibility as possible. Just give me like let me have an exercise bike at home. You know, something like that, where it's yeah. just like, there, no excuse. It's there. Do it. And even that. Yeah, I can't even just like get up and do push-ups. That's that's how exhausted I feel in the mornings. I'm in trying. the evening? In the evenings aren't an option, like a walk with your doggo after work? In the evenings, that's... After the amount of mental taxation, I've been just going to bed early almost nightly. Yeah. That's that that's what sucks. I I feel like I don't know. It's such a weird weird thing. But Maybe tomorrow morning could be that first step. You never know. Yeah. So that's me. <laughs> Lindsay. <laughs> um, this was a year that it was probably one of the most life-changing years for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I stopped going to my therapist mm-hmm. not because I wanted to but because I couldn't afford it I didn't have health insurance for the first time I just yeah couldn't afford it I struggled a lot with finances um yeah. and I struggled a lot with with social stuff this year as well as physical health I had a lot of physical health problems and a lot of it is pain i'm in a lot of pain now Mm -hmm. um and that freaks me out i've gained weight Uh, i have a lot of brain fog um but this year i took control and um i allowed myself to fall in love which was a Mm -hmm. huge step for me and try to be communicative with that person and be my most honest representation of myself as I could be and just hope that that was good enough. (laughs) In the past, I've been pretty codependent, jealous, controlling, um, manipulative, not because I would plan that out, but because that was what I knew of how to be in a relationship and what you know, love was, and it's kind of all these pitfalls of going through someone's phone, um, making them feel bad because they didn't text me when they told me they would text me because they forgot or stuff like that. Constantly thinking that they were cheating or whatever. Um, and so I really, really practiced the work that I did because prior to this partner, I had been single for a while And I had been reading a lot and watching YouTube videos and going to therapy and trying to work through my codependency, which I am still struggling with. I will struggle with for the rest of my life. 
with my friendships, especially where, and I want to have an episode on codependency, but it's a lot. Um, I think when most people think of codependency, they think of somebody who's in a relationship with like an alcoholic and they enable them. Um, but that can also, codependency can also look like, uh, taking responsibility of that person's emotional reactions. So if mm-hmm. someone sighs, oh, what's wrong, honey? What, what, what can I do? Do you need something? Are you, you know, or vice versa, being the person who sighs because you know you'll get a reaction out of that person, you know, the kind yeah. of manipulative game. So that was me in a, in a nutshell. So really trying to practice healthy relationship, which I'm proud of because I don't know if I've ever had a healthy a happy relationship. And that's really sad. I'm 31. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm 32 so, and I'm in the same boat. So. Yeah. And, and, you know, so working through a lot of those past traumas, um, this was, I reached out to, um, I have cut out somebody from my family. Um, they were extremely abusive verbally and emotionally, especially in high school to me and um, my early 20s and it kind of obliterated my self-esteem and um so I had to cut them out to be able to heal and this year I and we, we tried I tried to take them to therapy and it didn't go over really well they talked about themselves and how they could have died in those years where I we weren't talking and they didn't seem to understand the reason I cut them out um which is very hard for me to do Anyway, I digress. I contacted them and we went out to dinner and I let them meet my partner. Yeah. And that's a Um, big thing. Yeah. We paid for the dinner. Yay. Financial stability. Yay. Financial Um, stability. (laughs) And it was really nice. I also took control of my living situation Um, with the help of my partner. We really figured out that we wanted to kind of live an alternative lifestyle, I guess, compared Mm -hmm. to the LA, (laughs) LA city dwellers. Uh, We moved out of LA um, where so many people moved to and we moved up into the mountains where it snows and um, got a cabin. And that was a huge, huge battle for us with uh, (laughs) some family members and friends who were, Really not happy about that choice. It's so funny to think about because you now in that place, I would say might be the happiest I've ever seen you. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's Waking cool. up in a place that you are comfortable, in a place that you are loved and safe, and you've got your dog, yeah. and you're able to go there and just escape from everything else going on down here yeah like no i've i've i don't think i've ever seen you this happy and i couldn't cannot state how happy i am for you chris has known me since middle school so it's been a while (laughs) yep (laughs) every every other time that i feel like i had seen you happy there was always kind of a an underlying sadness or almost the same thing that i do which is putting on the act yeah. The oh no no sure sure no look how happy I am haha <laughs> look at this I'm look at me dance. <laughs> yeah. But this was this is different. This is the first time I have felt loved unconditionally by multiple sources in my life. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and I think sometimes I didn't allow myself to feel those things because I was so wound up so tight and so scared that I wasn't allowing myself to have these really nourishing relationships. Um, and, you know, when you're in depression, it's hard to reach out to people or to continue to hold yourself accountable socially. I have tried to hold myself accountable and not just drop people um, Mm -hmm. because I'm out of energy or whatever, you know, at least letting people know, practicing good communication. Um, Physically, yeah, as I discussed, I've been having a lot of pain and I went to, I've been going to some free clinics and the doctor said, you know, you just, you sit too much. You're, you know, you sit at work, you sit on the drive down to work, you sit when you get home, you sit when you have downtime, you just have to start moving or you're going to have some really bad health issues. So I'm going to try and take a short walk at lunch every day. So Chris, if you want to join me, it's just like a 15 minute walk Yep. just to get the blood moving. Um, it's a small things, you know, and then I was listening to... We've started listening to TED Talks because we have an hour and a half drive down to work and we want to utilize that time to learn. And the the last TED Talk we listened to was by a guy who couldn't focus for more than five minutes, had a C average, and is now like a multi-multi-millionaire. And he's done all these incredible things. And he said, all you have to do is just do a little bit you know, at a time, just like, he's like, you know, I wanted to lose all this weight. I had, I wanted to get better activity, but rather than do that, I decided to promise myself that I was going to hike all of these trails in the area or whatever it was. And of course that can't, you can't do it right away. If you're not in shape, it starts with like just putting the phone down, going out, trying the first 15 minutes of the first hike and you just get off. You just, you just get up and you move. And so I've been trying to utilize that a little bit more and manage my time a little bit more. Um, so I have decided to promise myself that I'm going to do all the hiking trails in my area, which is going to take a lot of work <laughs> me getting into shape because some of these trails are really, really difficult. Yeah. And I'm really weak. I'm really, really, really weak. And I've got like all kinds of fun physical problems like plantar fasciitis, my feet oh, hurt, no. and my ankles hurt, and my hip hurts, and my left knee hurts when I go downhill <laughs> and it gets swollen and, you know, all these things. But I, I really strongly believe that if I – um, exercise more and I get back into a better healthy shape that the pain will be a little bit less, maybe not totally better, but less, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah. hopefully help my mental health. Um, and one of the Ted talks I was listening to reminded me of something that we had talked about closer to the beginning of our podcast journey. And it was, he was saying, we had talked about the fact that maybe depression it has nothing to do with that there's something wrong with you, that you're crazy, uh, it's all in your head, but maybe it's an indicator that there's something wrong. And mm. the society that we've built is super lonely. And he was talking about how they were trying to implement antidepressants over in this area of the Philippines. And they're like, no, 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 we have, we have antidepressants. They're like, what are you talking about? And I said, well, this man had depression. He was working in, you know, the rice fields. He had gotten, he'd stepped on an MR, uh, a bomb that was mm-hmm. left over from the war, blew up, lost his leg, 
um, was in a lot of pain and had to go back into the fields to work. And he was just having too much PTSD. He stopped getting out of bed. He was in pain. He was scared. And so the whole council of that town came to his house and sat down with him. And they talked with him. And they figured out what was kind of bothering him, what he was feeling. And they're like, okay, he can't work in the rice fields. He, we, we've got to get him a, um, a cow. He can work from home. He can be with the animals at home. And yeah. so, na- so they navigated this whole situation where there was too much, too many triggers. It was too scary. It was too painful for him to go back to the field. So they made a whole new, as a, as a you know group, made a whole new life for him. They bought him the cow. They got him set up with a farm. And voila, suddenly he was happy again and everything was working. And can you imagine if our society here in North America was like that? If yeah. we, you know, your friend stops calling you back and instead of getting mad at them, like, oh, I guess they have better things to do. You go over there and you bring their family members and their friends that love them and you sit down with them like, are you okay? What's going on? You know? Yeah. We kind of just ignore and brush off this like, depression and i think the biggest thing is that we as humans are tribal and we are in this day and age disbanding our tribes because you know independence so this year i want to be to continue with the spirit of our podcast which was to reach out to create a community to maybe be inspired to think of new ways to help um or create, you know, groups online like Discord or so maybe one of you have an idea for a nonprofit or something. And so I just, I want to bring that spirit into 2020, I think, of just that loving sounds, on each other. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds wonderful. Yeah. Uh, well. <laughs> Thank guys. you guys for listening. Happy 2020. Yes, happy 2020. Let us make this 2020 a happy one. We know that the world is kind of rough out there. Not everything is really going the way that we would all hope sometimes, but if we stay together, if we work together, if we do the best we can, then hopefully things will turn out okay. As for us, follow us on Instagram at Podcast. Like our Facebook page, subscribe to the subreddit. If you want to support us directly, visit our Patreon. Or if you want to send us something directly, go ahead and email mailbag at howareyouholdingup.com. You are always welcome to send us a message. Um, we love hearing from you. It brightens our day. We talk about it. Yep. Uh, there's been a few uh, messages we got that I cried <laughs> when we got it because it just really touched me. So thank you guys again. And as always, don't, don't tell, tell us, us to, to just, just get, get over, over it. it.